0: So I've been a master class captain for almost 25 years now. Uh, primarily I've been a sport fisherman, um, mostly in the Midwest during the uh, spring through fall. And then I would migrate down south and fish the winter um, down in Sarasota and Stewart, Florida. And then come back up and uh, fish catfish, uh, mostly a trophy catfish um, out of the local rivers uh, throughout the Midwest, reservoirs, and also the mighty Ohio River. Now, in the last 10 years, there's been a steady decline of trophy-sized catfish uh, in the river systems, especially. And it's really hurt the business. So in a desperate attempt to save it, I packed everything up and moved all the way down to Falcon Reservoir in South Texas. And with 126 miles of shoreline down there and pretty much the best-kept secret in the trophy catfishing um, world out there is Falcon Reservoir. And I knew it, and I hadn't fished it for a while, so I went back and and, uh, pre-fished it a little bit. Right off the bat, caught an 80-pounder, one uh, near 60, and um, a 40-pounder, I only fished a half, uh, half a day. Then I came back with some clients and some guests and put them on on 60, 50, 70 pound type fish. So I knew that this reservoir could sustain an operation like mine. But there was one problem. I knew it was gonna take about five years to really get it established. And I just didn't have that, that kind of time. So I changed my mind and ended up moving the entire operation to Destin, Florida. And that included two fishing boats Jet skis and the Scream Machine jet boat Tour, A 25 passenger, 750 horsepower jet boat. It's a bit of a thrill ride. They compare it to a whitewater rafting roller coaster type experience on the water. And uh, as soon as I got there, I had them lining up and was doing really, really well. But as it, uh, as it is in this business and the maritime business just about any place in the world it's not all fun and games so i hadn't been there three weeks and i had some crazy jet skier cut me off in shallow water i had to slam on the brakes well when i did that i ended up cracking an intake fin and that allowed a small pebble to come through the intake fins and was blown out the impeller just like you'd shot it with a rifle So I was set back for two and a half weeks without work, loss of income, and on top of that, I had a pretty hefty repair bill I was facing. Just the impeller alone was four grand. So by the time I got the jet boat back, we fired it up all once again, got it back in operation, Uh, but when the jet boat's down, it's time to fish. Spanish mackerel. Yeah, it's a Spanish mackerel, brother. I'm definitely going to gasp this one. It's a Spanish mackerel. Oh, yeah, man. Beautiful Beautiful Spanish, bro. Next. Spanish mackerel right here on the crown jewel down here in Jesse, Florida. In the Gulf of Mexico. Hey Spanish mackerel, first took up of the day. Really a nice fish, man. I'll keep him in this one. something a little bit bigger see if we can get something a little bit bigger it's a pretty good size of blue runner so we'll see you soon see what's out there but there ain't gonna be anything small hitting that man. a really nice switch. Woo! Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, Stand down. Oh, this one came off the surface strike. Right? Just to let you know. he got another one on Get the final second line. Coming right at me, man! What? What kind of luck was that? He was about to school me, and then he started heading back. So I couldn't wait to get out to my favorite wreck, and uh, guess what, we had some scuba divers out there anchored up on the wreck. And normally it's no big deal, we all share the space, you know, they're usually there for an hour or so, and then then the fishermen get an opportunity to, you know, troll through and everybody kind of shares the wreck, but on this particular day, they were on there for hours, and uh, not allowing anybody to fish the wreck. So. I was uh, just getting impatient because I was just sitting out there burning fuel. And I told my mate, I said, you know what, I got an idea. So I reached inside the cooler and I pulled out this, this bonito head that must have been seven or eight pounds and I hooked it on a shark rig. We pulled up right next to him, and I dropped it down at 70 feet, 80 feet, I felt it hit the wreck. Cranked it up about three feet, and within seconds, man, we had a shark on. And you know what? I've never seen scuba divers come out of the water so fast in all my life. Keep the line tight. Come on, step down, be real careful. There you go. Stand up. Now why now? I lift up. Something really big, buddy. So that's it. Take your time. I think you got a big shark, brother. the boat. Trying to it the He's trying to break it off on the boat, dude. Put your rod tip down. More, more, more. Wind down, wind down, wind down. There he is. It's a big beast, dude. Bring him up slowly. Bring him up slowly. That is a huge shark. It's in the surface. There you go. Now he's gone back to the deep. Back to the deep where he belongs. That's the king of the ocean right there. And Matt, my cameraman, just fought him for two hours, landed it by himself, grabbed a hold of the leader, so it's a legal catch, and I just released him. What a day, man. Okay, so it's time to prepare uh, today's catch. So what we have here is a little bit of amberjack fillets, okay, to go along over the top of some bow tie pasta. Now, before we can get started on the fish or the pasta, we gotta do the sauce. And since we're making it from scratch, we're gonna to have to start with it first because it's gonna take the longest to cook, okay? Then we'll move on to the uh, pasta and then we'll move on to the fish last. Lay the fish over the top of the pasta and uh, garnish it a little bit and we'll be ready to eat some dinner, okay? So what we're gonna do first is just take a couple of really nice big tomatoes and we're gonna cut them up and we're gonna simmer them down. It's gonna take a little while to cook all these down. But we're gonna do all fresh ingredients. Now we've got our tomatoes. We're going to dice up our onions. Now the same thing with the onions. The main part of the onion, I'm going to to sear it up a little bit in some olive oil with the uh, uh, garlic. And I'll add it in later. I like to kind of brown it a little bit. and start this on high for now we're going to add a little bit of salt not too much just kind of to taste a little bit and then i'm going to add a little bit of sugar too just a little bit okay so we're browning the uh, garlic and onions right now with a little bit of a special sauce okay we'll let those brown just a little bit And if you notice back here, the uh, sauce is already boiling. we're going to boil that down until it's nice and soft. And then we're going to reduce it and let it simmer, okay? We won't quite start the pasta just yet because that sauce is going to simmer for at least 45 more minutes. Let it really break down good. Always add a little bit of lime too, okay? Just a little citrus will help break it down. Okay it's time to put the fish on. I just put a little salt and pepper on one side, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and just lay it in the pan there with a little bit of hot olive oil, and then we'll season the other side right before we flip it over, oh guys look at that, it just doesn't get any better man, alright let's garnish it up, we're going to put a little bit of green onions, A little bit of, uh, just a little bit of diced cilantro here, Okay. okay, all right, a couple of limes, a little bit of garnish there, and there you have it. All right, well, before I enjoy this fine meal, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day, for the opportunity to enjoy the great outdoors. We thank you for this catch. We ask that you bless this food to the nourishment of my bodies today. And all of this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's see what this tastes like. <laughs> oh man. That is to die for, man. This is amazing.